It happens all the time. Students ask their instructors questions that appear to be in conflict with one or more concepts that they thought they had down in their minds. Some of the things covered in radiography have exceptions to the rules, and many are dependent upon multiple factors with a seemingly endless number of variables. But when it comes down to it, students are eventually going to disagree with their instructors. Today we're going to discuss the right way to approach this from a student's perspective, and I might even touch on the educator's role here as well. Students question the things that instructors say. That's just a fact, and it's their job as a student to inquire about things in order to gain a full understanding of the subject material. For example, when I teach radiographic exposure principles lab every spring, we often begin with the concept of mass and its effect on exposure. And shortly after, we start diving into the discussion about KVP and its effects on radiographic contrast and exposure. There's always questions about the relationships like, why don't you just increase the KVP 15% instead of double the mass when you need to increase your exposure? This is a valid question, but there's no blanket answer. Doubling the mass has advantages like being directly proportional to the exposure, meaning a double in mass equals a double in exposure, making it easier to calculate quickly. But there's also circumstances which require a KVP adjustment, such as when you want to influence the scale of contrast, compensate for patient size, or reduce dose. Now this isn't an episode on the details about that specifically, though I think I may address this soon. The point is, there's room for discussion, and how this discussion is initiated is ultimately going to result in whether it's a positive discussion or a negative one. Let's start out with a simple scenario. Suppose you're a student and believe something your instructor is stating is inaccurate. I've had students blurt out things like, that's not what the book says, or, but you said, insert previous discussion here. This approach interrupts my lecture, not to mention my train of thought. A quick two-second statement blurted out in the class has now had a profound impact on what's going on in the classroom, whether the student realizes this or not. This puts the instructor in an awkward position and, frankly, tends to put instructors on the defense. It also creates a distraction in the learning environment for other students. The very worst thing it could possibly do, and this happens sometimes, is place a seed of doubt in the minds of other students about the level of understanding the instructor has about the course content. That can be a slippery slope, and instructors need to think quickly to prevent this from snowballing. Does this mean the student should avoid pointing out conflicts in the lesson compared to the book? Absolutely not. There's a learning opportunity that can be highly valuable, potentially for the whole class, if this is handled appropriately. In scenarios like this, I personally feel obligated to stop what I'm doing and address it in the moment. Even though it might be incredibly rude how it's presented, and not earning any brownie points with me. Like I said earlier, the book may be saying something differently than what I'm discussing, because of a different scenario or a set of variables if you really look at the entire context of that portion of the book. My bigger issue is that if you're in my class and not listening to what I'm saying, or if you're not reading the textbook in its entirety before the lesson, it's going to end up making you look like you don't know what you're talking about at the end of the day. And chances are, making a habit of this is going to rub your classmates the wrong way too. Regardless, now you've set up a roadblock of learning in the classroom. 
It's my job as the instructor to remove that roadblock, not only for the student who blurted out, but for those who had doubt cast over what I was saying. This takes time to pull the excerpt from the book, look at the context, and explain. I generally encourage questions in the classroom, but they should add to the discussion, be well thought out, and should never impede the lesson. If you flat out disagree with something, ask about it after the lecture and consider approaching the instructor privately. 99% of the time, the question raised will be answered by the end of the presentation. And if I find out that a student who interrupts the class didn't even take the time to read the book before stopping the whole class, we'd probably be having some words. Anything can be taken out of context. Just look at the Bible, for example, and the historical accounts of people doing atrocious things because of a few lines of text taken out of context. Don't worry, I'm not going to start preaching. But the best thing you can do as a student when you're lacking an understanding of a concept, or if you believe your instructor may be wrong, is to research. Jot down a note if this occurs during a lecture, and take the time to fully read the context in the book and compare that to the context of the lecture discussion. Most of the time, there will be a logical explanation if you look at all the information. There's also a chance that there could be a conflict between textbooks. We note this all the time when comparing some textbooks. Information could be presented differently, or there may be typos. And of course, there's a chance that instructors could have misspoken, or that they're simply wrong. We're human beings too, though we don't like to let on all the time. If the instructor is wrong, and you think you have data or information to back that up, we definitely need to know. But make sure to come up with references and data to support your opinion. For any instructors who may be listening to this, we shouldn't be so high and mighty to think that we never make mistakes. If I've gotten a fact, statistic, or any other information wrong, and I've presented it to the class, I feel responsible to make it known and offer the appropriate information. It also makes me feel horrible for misleading anyone or causing confusion. My first reaction shouldn't be denial or feeling insulted. I'm always impressed when my students can show me something I hadn't really noticed before, or if they have a different approach to understanding that others can identify with. In my experience, nobody really thinks less of you when a mistake happens. If anything, they appreciate the guidance once you correct the matter, as long as you're not doing this habitually anyways. It all comes down to responsibility and respect. It's the student's responsibility to do their due diligence, study the materials, research, and critically think about these topics. It's the instructor's responsibility to ensure the correct information is relayed to the students and that opportunities to further demonstrate a concept or clarify something should be welcomed and encouraged within the confines of some ground rules for the classroom, of course. Students should respect the instructor and their peers and avoid outbursts that distract the class or attempt to discredit the instructor. And the instructors should respect the students, the learning process, which is different for each individual, and the fact that your student is bringing these items to your attention because they depend on you to help them understand. They should never be discouraged for seeking clarification, and it's the instructor's job to set expectations about the appropriate process to do that. This podcast is only a few episodes in, and so far, in addition to today's discussion, I've covered technologist burnout, some terminology differences between technician and technologist, and some information about dose creep and digital imaging. We're early in the game here at 5-Minute Radiography, and I want to make sure this show is centered around community. I also want it to be a valuable resource for you, so I'm interested in hearing what other topics you'd like me to delve into. 
What topics would you find useful within the scope of radiography? Would it help to have mini lessons about topics covered on the ARRT registry exam? Or how about ways to bring your skills to the next level? Or what options might be available for getting into an advanced modality? Just let me know. You can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at 5minrad. The other thing I highly recommend to start some great community discussion is joining the interactive Facebook group for 5-Minute Radiography, where you can start up or contribute to discussions with me and your peers. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher to automatically get new episodes added to your feed. And thank you again so much for listening. I look forward to hearing from you.